0: at 386 527 5357 or go to the website florida com.
1: great sounds W-S-B-B.
2: well good morning welcome to your monday and the start of a brand new work week it's Amy Ryan taking things over here in Studio One A to spend a few moments talking with our good friend Miss Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. We do this each and every Monday at this time, focusing on all things elder law and estate planning. Good morning,
3: Miss Sherry. How are you? I'm good. Amy, how are you?
2: Doing very well. So you had a busy weekend, busy, and now, busy. now the little puppy that you were watching is not in your house anymore. Yeah, he's
3: now gone. Uh, he lives with our son now down in South Florida, and he's all, we miss him already, but it was such a quiet night last night.
2: I tell you, so I was thinking of you over this weekend because uh, we did a lot of puppy sitting for my son as well, and I said, what?
3: Now, I know how, how
2: Sherry feels, but by last night, I was so tired. I was, when are you coming? When are you coming to
3: get this baby? Little a little child. You know? It
2: is. It is. They require so much attention, but boy, they are just the cutest things, aren't they? They are. So what if, you know, I were putting an estate plan together and I said, you know, my love for the animals, just as an example, maybe the Humane Society or really with any charity. How does that work when it comes to estate planning? If you want to leave some money or uh, even if you say, hey, you know what, I, when I pass someone sell my house, I would like the, the funds to go here. How do you work that in when it comes to charitable donations?
3: you know, that's one thing. You know, we talk about, you know, why do I need a will and everything like that? And, and a big reason to use a will, especially uh, is if you have charitable uh, inclinations that you want to, at your death, you want to make a gift to your college, to your favorite charity, to Humane Society, or Rescue, or uh, to a church, or to uh, any organization that you, uh, you you've, uh, benefit during your lifetime. Well, the only way assets get from you to, an organization is for you to have a plan, for you to have those things written into your plan. And again, back when we worried about estate taxes, uh, that was typically part of our um, of our strategy is to look to see what kind of gifts uh, uh, the client wants to make and what kind of assets they have because there are benefits of giving certain kinds of assets to a charity over other kinds of assets, especially if you're dividing the estate between your family members and a charity, but now we don't really worry very much about the estate taxes because at least under the current law, um, the, the vast majority of Americans just you know aren't impacted by it at all. I mean, you have to have in a family more than uh, a married couple more than twenty-two million dollars of assets before you're even worried about that. Wow. But nevertheless, that being said, uh, there are still people who would make those kind of gifts because that is important to them. And so you, uh, rather than giving all of your assets to your children and saying, well, you know, I liked this particular shelter, or, you know, I was always faithful to my church, we wrap those gifts in to the estate plan as well.
2: So you mentioned that there are certain benefits to donating specific or certain kind of assets. Can you outline some of those
3: well the, the two kinds of assets are very highly appreciated um, investments so you a piece of real estate that has a very you know a large capital gain of course if you were to die owning that property and then you know and then bequeath that or pass that on to your children the capital gain would be written would, would be wiped out at your death because your children would take the property at a tax basis equal to the value of that property at your death But uh, IRAs in particular, uh, retirement accounts, large retirement Mm -hmm. accounts are very good assets to use for this purpose, Uh, especially if you have the choice between, you know, say an investment account, which has just got money in it, that will get, or or stocks and bonds that will get a step up in basis. And we're going to say step up in basis. We're going to ignore the last week. We're going to say that these assets have appreciated. But, um, you know, when your children inherit those kind of assets, the, the tax basis will increase. However, you leave a large retirement account to a beneficiary and there is no step up in basis in that account, meaning that as that those beneficiaries pull that money out back when we talked about the stretch IRA, Mm -hmm. they're going to have to pay income tax on it. Well, if you have those two pots of money available to you, it is beneficial to use the retirement plan asset to fund your charitable bequest because again, you're a nonprofit, you're, your charity is tax-exempt. It doesn't pay income tax. So you can give, you know, $100,000 from your IRA to your charity, and the charity will actually get $100,000. They don't have to pay tax on that. You give $100,000 from an IRA to your, your child, your child's going to have to pay the income tax um, on that $100,000 and end up with anywhere between, you know, 75, you know. Uh, you know You know, eighty percent of the benefit net after taxes. It's
2: good information to know. We are focusing this morning on elder law and estate planning with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland, and we'll be back with more. You're listening to the stations of WSBB Radio.
4: People are talking about the variety on WSBB.
1: The variety, just a variety. We
2: like
3: a variety of music, and they play a nice mix.
4: The great voice of Volusia County,
3: WSBB.
2: From your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. With only two weeks remaining in this legislative session, it's crunch time and legislators will be busy finalizing the state budget for fiscal year 2021. Jim Cameron with the Daytona Beach Regional Chamber of Commerce weighs in.
0: Some of the things that they're going to be working on in that budget that we're looking at very much chamber-wise, Enterprise Florida and Visit Florida. The House wants to do away in Sunset Visit Florida. Come June 30th this year. Chamber, we support a bill in the Senate that would continue Visit Florida to 2028. So the Senate has $52 billion in their budget this year for Visit Florida. The House has $0. Like I said, we want to see Visit Florida continue as well as Enterprise Florida. The
2: Chamber is also backing measures to bring more affordable housing to the area.
0: The Senate wants to use the Sadowski Fund, which it's a trust fund, which is for that purpose. And they want to use all $387 million that the trust fund brings in. The House wants to divert some of that money for other purposes and use $147 million for workforce housing. Chamber, again, we, we go along with the Senate on this I mean, because there is the, that much more of a need for housing. And we're talking especially for our frontline workers throughout the state, as well as Volusia County.
2: And from your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan.
0: This Volusia
1: County 2020 News Update is brought to you by Volusia Eye Associates, providing medical and surgical eye care, advanced surgical care, local convenience.
4: Hi, I'm Dr. Hank Routh. Thank you to the readers of the Hometown
3: News for voting me Best Ophthalmologist for the fourth year in a row. At Volusia Eye, we provide advanced eye care to the people of our community with the latest surgical techniques, including dropless cataract surgery, the eye stent device for glaucoma, and the Panoptix trifocal intraocular lens. Learn more about our eye care services at volusiaeye.com.
1: There's just something special about coming home to Mom's, that's Mom's Home Cooking in New Smyrna Beach, where they're serving up delicious homemade dishes just like Mom used to make, only better. Famous for their incredible selection of waffles, including the huge variety of fresh fruit waffles stacked high with mouth-watering choices, from omelets to eggs benedict. And be sure to top your breakfast off with Mom's Mimosas. They take pride in their homemade lunch specialties from melt-in-your-mouth sandwiches, giant burgers, and favorites like Mom's Smothered Chicken, served by the friendliest waitstaff around at Mom's Home Cooking. Everyone is family. So come on home. The doors open every day from 7 until 2. At twelve. 1 North Dixie Freeway, just south of the airport in New Smyrna Beach.
4: This new year brings big changes to how retirement plans are addressed in estate planning. The SECURE Act has a major effect on retirement plans in a number of different ways, including stretch IRAs, required minimum distributions, contributions, withdrawals, and more. Given these new changes, it's important that you speak with an attorney who can help you navigate these complexities. Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand focuses her practice on elder law and estate planning. Sherry can advise you on your estate plan and retirement plan elections and bring them up to date with these latest changes. Professional, experienced and responsive. Call today and see what Aiken Law can do for you at 386-738-5599 or stop by in person, 600 West New York Avenue in DeLand. Hey, the other day I was looking up the definition of snowbirds. Okay, you got me, I googled it, but you know what I found out? A snowbird is somebody who migrates from the cold north to a warmer climate south, like ours. I also learned that these said snowbirds like to play in the sun and they really don't want to do house cleaning. Snowbirds? Jot down this number, 423-9134. That's the number for Kim's Cleaning. Just one call and all your cleaning is done. Kim always gives a free estimate, and Kim and her staff are very reliable. And are you ready for this? Kim does windows. (laughs) Yeah. So, Snowbirds, if you missed it, the number for Kim's Cleaning, 423-9134. Now go play on the beach. You can call Kim from your cell phone. WS.
2: And we're back, focusing this morning on elder law and estate planning with Miss Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. So, Miss Sherry, if folks are listening this morning and maybe they've got a question for you, how, how can they get in touch with you?
3: Well, they can give me a call over in DeLand at 386 738 5599, or they can e- uh, email me at radio at Aiken, and that's spelled A K I N dash law, L A W dot com.
2: We were talking before the break, you know, um, about our, our grand dogs, as it were, and, and maybe maybe you really love pets. Maybe you want to do something for the community to give back when you pass, like donate to the Humane Society or Can- Cancer Foundation or any charitable organization and the ins and outs of how that works with your estate plan. What about a trust?
3: Well, again, a trust is a good uh, uh, vehicle to use for these kind of, of donations. And we use a trust in, a, in charitable planning a couple different ways. One is that uh, we include the charitable beneficiary as an actually named uh, beneficiary of a specific amount of money or a specific stream of income. And when you're looking to give a charity maybe access to full control over the money, uh, again, a trust is a good thing, a good way to go, because you can hold on to money uh, to benefit. The charity, if there's not, say the charity you want to benefit is not a large charity with its own foundation or its own endowment, and you want to be sure the money is properly uh, managed uh, and used, uh, you know, used over the course of a period of time. Well, two things you can do with a trust is to set up a, you know, a charitable lead trust or a charitable remainder trust. And the difference in these two different trusts is when the charity gets a, the interest in the property. And also, then, kind of a benefit to you. When when do you set these things up? If you set these things up during your lifetime, you may qualify yourself for an income tax deduction during your lifetime for, um, you know, for the amount that eventually goes to the charity. There are some rules with respect to how much the charity give gets in this process that have to be uh, complied with. But um, but a charitable lead trust is that the charity gets the interest, or, you know, the, the right to use the money right now, you know, typically for a period of time. And we talk about zeroing out the, um, the, uh, uh, the, the uh, the uh, I'm sorry, the trust, <laughs> the trust, and that at the end of the trust, at the end of the charity's uh, use of the money, then the funds go to other beneficiaries, typically family members. Okay, The other flip way of this is the charitable remainder trust, which is that you set up the funds to be used by your family members or your other individual named beneficiaries for their lifetimes or for a set period of time. And then at the end, the charitable remainder trust, the, tr- the, the funds then go to the charity. So those are two different ways to look at it. And typically we use those for very large gifts.
2: And you just pick the one that is best suited for whatever your situation is. But you mentioned um, smaller charities. So this is probably not an issue that you run into very often. But I have to know what happens if you designate some of your estate upon death to go to one of these smaller charities, but it Folds and now that charity is no longer existence what happens then
3: well again uh, let's uh, back to the specific situations we either provide in the will what we're going to provide something one way or the other if it's a relatively new charity and we're not sure if it's going to make it then typically we uh, direct the trustee or the personal representative of the estate to uh, to then transfer those assets to a, a charity with a like purpose or a like focus or something like that, does the same thing. Um, larger charities, uh, we typically uh, indicate that the funds are going to go to the successor in interest in the charity. Because remember, when a charity folds, it doesn't really just go away uh, because this is a tax exempt entity, it doesn't belong to anybody. And one of the requirements to be a tax-exempt entity and to get that tax-exempt status from the IRS is that you have to designate in your um, your forming articles um, what happens to your assets if you should cease operating. So those assets, the assets of the charity, do not go to individual people because, again, they don't really belong to anybody. Usually, the organization provides, and they always provide for something in their document, but they typically pick a larger charity that is like-minded and does similar things. So just um,
2: similar work. You don't necessarily have to specify a particular specific you one. You can.
3: I mean, you, what we hope is that the charity that you have selected, Um you can look at GuideStar and um, there's a um, kind of a Better Business Bureau, if you will, of charities for you to make sure. And you should do that, obviously. You should, if you're going to leave assets to a charity, you should actually investigate it and make sure What's at, that website again? It's GuideStar com. Who knew there was a thing like this? Well, there this? is because, because honestly, it's, it's it's a scam. It's one of those scams yeah. that are out there, and you see that happening all the time when there when there is a, a disaster, a catastrophe out there, and then y'all you, you get you know emails and texts and everything you know looking to receive funds you know for you know people from you know hurricanes or you know, s- you know floods or earthquakes or you know you know you name it. Um, to raise money to help people who are the victims of these, these various large-scale um, disasters. But not all of those people, not all those requests are real, live, legitimate charities. And so, you know, so those situations, they typically say, you know, you give to large organizations, you give to the Red Cross, you give to big, you know, things that, that, that have been around for a long time to set up for that. But you should always check a charity if you're going to give them money or if you're going to, um, you know, give a bequest to them. To see what their standing is, see how long they've been existing, what their operating uh, budgets are. And then also um, GuideStar does a pretty good job as far as tracking the use of the funds as well.
2: You just brought up a really good point. So when we come back, let's talk about those instances where, oh, no, it is a scam. We'll be back with more focusing this morning on elder law and estate planning with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. And you are listening to the great voice of Alusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio.
4: If you like talking sports, get ready. (laughs) Tracy Dent, Talking Sports, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 on your sports leader. WSBB. This wellness tidbit is brought
0: to you by Professional Physical Therapy and Associates.
1: Making time to work out regularly can be a challenge. The good news is just 10 to 15 minutes of stretching a few times a day can improve your health while burning calories. Stretching improves blood flow and flexibility as well as other health benefits. I'm Jeff Burner with Professional Physical Therapy and Associates. Please call us at area code 386-423-423. Zero, 0100.
2: Professional Physical Therapy and Associates,
4: where we prepare everybody for peak physical performance.
1: There is beauty in nature, and there's Nature in Beauty, an organic beauty boutique and parlor that believes what goes in and on your body should be good for you. That is why they're proud to offer products that come from the ground and not from a lab. Skin and hair care made from plants, makeup from flowers, even fragrances derived from herbs and essential plant oils. Experience the difference of a natural beauty for yourself. Nature in Beauty offers an array of beauty, pampering, and healing options from hair care services to massage therapy and body treatments. Mindful manicures and pedicures, skin care and facials, organic makeup application, even tutorials are available. Care from the Inside Out comes from Nature in Beauty, now celebrating a brand new location on Canal Street in historic downtown New Smyrna Beach. Call 386-576-6730 or learn more about the organization organic products and services offered by visiting natureinbeautyorganics.com.
4: Professional tree care has been in business well over 20 years, providing simple tree trimming to full tree eradication, bobcat work, and stump grinding. Professional tree care owner, Louis Darienzo, handles every property like their own. Give them a call at 386-574-4445. Or check out their Facebook page, Professional Tree Care. Look for the frog.
1: Just for you. WSBP.
2: And we're back focusing this Monday morning on elder law and estate planning with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken law firm in DeLand. Ms. Sherry, one more time, folks that are maybe listening this morning, if they want to reach out to you, they've got a question or two, what's a good way for them to contact you?
3: Give me a call at 386-738-5599. Email me at radio at aiken-law.com or stop in to see us. We're located just west of downtown DeLand at 600 West New York Avenue.
2: You know, before the break, you brought up a really interesting point. Obviously, if you're going to leave some funds to a charitable organization, you want to do research on that organization first. Let's say you do all that, all the boxes are checked, it looks good, but in reality, it isn't. So what happens if someone passes, they've designated this money be left to this specific charity, and then... After the passing, boom, you find out this was a scam. What happens then?
3: Well, hopefully we're going to be active in uh, helping to identify that scam before the person passes away. The one thing we want to make sure as we put together the documents is that we are designating the charity correctly. And uh, a lot of times a a charity, again, an established charity has a specific way. They want their name uh, reflected in documents or specific language that they want used. So oftentimes we're actually invest doing a little investigation ourselves, not necessarily on the bona fides of the organization, but to uh identify who they are and we oftentimes reach out for, if we have like for cancer or for the heart association, you know we know what that language is because we've worked with them before, but if it's a charity that we haven't worked with before, we typically will reach out for them uh to them and uh you know so hopefully we've helped identify if, you know a problem um, be, um, beneficiary if that's the situation. But the other thing we do in our, in our documents is we require that the, the charity, um, be actually qualified as a 501c3, uh, organization at the time that the, the gift is going to be paid. And, and that's part of our language that we include in our documents so that before the charity or before the, uh, the estate or the trust is going to pay money to anybody, um, we're requiring the organizations to provide us with, you know, a copy of their letters from the IRS and we are confirming with the IRS that that is their legitimate status. If in that process, of course, it turns out that they're not, then we're back to that language. I talked about the bank the language where if the organization doesn't exist, what do we do with the, the money? And usually, again, we either providing for the personal representative or the trustee to, um, to select a similar organization that either the, um, the the testator the decedent um, uh, favored during their lifetime or that has a similar activity or function as the one that was named so ideally if you know if somebody passes away with that kind of language in there um, we want to um, we as part of the administration process want to make sure that the langu- that the, the bequest is, is uh, fulfilled if it's a legitimate organization but the purpose of it is is fulfilled if it is not
2: One more time, really quick, for folks that were listening this morning, if they want to reach out and get in touch with you, what's a good way for them to find you?
3: Give me a call, 738-5599, or come see us at 600 West New York Avenue.
2: Miss Sherry, always a pleasure. We have been focusing this Monday morning on elder law and estate planning with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. We're going to make way now for CBS News. It's coming up at the top of the hour, and then we'll get you back to more of the very best music to get you through this Monday Do make it a great today.